Peter chapter 4. We're not continuing on in the book of First Peter. That's not what we're doing here. Tonight we're continuing on from this morning's message of building a team or building unity within the church. And so we're going to read out of First Peter chapter 4. And let's read verses 9 and 10. Use hospitality one to another without grudging. As every man hath received the gift... Even so minister the same one to another as good stewards to the manifold grace of God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for just your magnificent power. I thank you for your word that we have. And Lord, I ask that you would just speak to our hearts tonight, that you would you would minister to our lives and that we would be obedient to the leading of your spirit. In your name, I pray. Amen. Now, you probably see in verse 9, use hospitality. And everybody's thinking, uh, <laughs> right? We came to church and we don't want to hear about hospitality. But I believe, and the Word of God says, which is so much more important than what I think. Amen? Amen. The Word of God tells us to be hospitable. And this is how we really come about building the body, building a team, building unity. Now, how much do you get to know the people sitting next to you on a given Sunday just by coming to church? You might get, you might get to know them a little bit, right? But usually you don't get to know them real well. One of the ways that we get to know the members of our church, the people who make up the body of Christ, is by having them over and being hospitable to them. Now, looking at hospitality, number one, hospitality is an opportunity to die to self. An opportunity to die to self. You say, why do I want to die to self? Because... Self goes directly against what God is trying to do in our lives. In order to follow after Christ, we have to forsake everything. We have to die to self. You know what? This means having people over that normally you wouldn't fellowship with. Normally, it might be those people that we talked about this morning that, that just rub you the wrong way. That you can't understand why God brought them into the body here in Sheraton. Those people that you say, oh man, I don't know why they do what they do. An opportunity to die to self. And as Christians, we should be looking for those opportunities to die to self. Opportunities to die to self means that you just you just have to do it and you have to have people over that that maybe you don't like and you know what the truth is that it's not something that we desire to do hospitality is it how many 
by raising of hands, how many just on their own enjoy being hospitable to people? Couple people? Do you, are, are you like that with everybody? Doesn't matter who it is, you just enjoy having them. Amen. We can learn something from these people. <laughs> Maybe you should come. No. <laughs> but the majority of us do not enjoy having people come into our house, whether it's because we don't want them to see what it's like or we don't want them to mess it up. But hospitality is not something that that we enjoy doing. And so it does take getting out of our comfort zone. It means also, you know what, going to somebody's house, even if you don't feel like going. You know, if somebody asks you over and invites you over to their house, And you say, man, I do not want to go to their house. It's actually, we as Christians need to go to their house. You know what? They're obeying the command of God to be hospitable. And for us to say, to make excuses not to go and to say, you know what? Let's schedule something there. That way we can tell them we can't make it to their house. We're real sorry. We would love to do that, but it's just not going to work out. It means going to somebody's house, even when, even when you don't feel, feel like it. Being hospitable, number two, means that you are generous. Having somebody over to your house and getting out of your comfort zone and that is not just an opportunity to get rid of all those leftovers. That, that's not what being generous and being giving and really being hospitable is all about. Being generous, all we are doing in, with being hospitable is sharing what God has blessed us with. He has blessed us with, with things such as food and that, but also sharing the experiences that God has blessed us with and getting to know people that way. And the key to being generous is understanding that everything we have, whether we will admit it or not, is God's. And that we are just stewards of what God has. When we understand that, that the car we are driving, understand that the house we live in, understand that that thing you've been holding on to, maybe it's an antique or that, Understanding that everything we have is God's. It will give us a whole new outlook on, oh, I don't want those people to come into my house. What if they mess things up? It's God's. If, if God wants you to have them over and he wants you to keep that without being broken, God will do that. It's just sharing what God has blessed us with. You have all heard You are blessed in order to be a blessing, right? This usually came up in our house when somebody had a bag of candy or chocolate or something like that. Hey, remember, you're blessed to be a blessing, meaning you've gotten all that candy, so you better share it with us. But it goes into every aspect of life. You are blessed. God has given to you so that you can 
give to others so that you can bless others. Number three, hospitality means be real. Don't don't invite them over and just put on a fake picture of what your house is like. I'm not saying don't clean your house before they come over. I'm not saying just just leave it messy like it normally is. But we all know that we're not perfect. And so when you invite somebody over and you're getting to know them, be real. Don't fake acting like you're the perfect Christian. It's just showing them and getting to know them in your home in a Christ-centered way. Then number four, be ready. Be ready. This means taking the time to be prepared. Taking the time to be prepared. That means getting your house picked up so they don't have to trip over all the stuff in, uh, in front of the door. It means just, just planning everything out so that you, they can come and you can sit down and get to know them. And the key to that is see it as a time of service to God. You know, everything that we do, whether it's small or great, should be seen as a service to God. You know what? It doesn't matter if you're, you're out there shoveling snow. It doesn't matter what you're doing. If you see it as a service to God, it will give you a whole new outlook on life. It will make everything so much more meaningful. And it will help us to walk in that in that straight path because we'll say, you know what, I'm doing this for the glory of God. And so I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. And when we are being hospitable, we should really seek to do it to the best of our ability. Like I said, that doesn't mean getting getting rid of your leftovers. It means making something nice. It means, you know. Finding out what they really like. Plan ahead. Check with, a, with what um, the schedule will work for them. See it as a time of service to God. As a time to get to know how you can better minister to the body. You know what? As I mentioned this morning, if we understood the strengths and weaknesses of our of our members here it would make the body function so much better our our body knows the strengths and weakness doesn't it it knows that my hand can pick up stuff a lot easier than my foot can right it knows the strengths and weaknesses and it covers for each other and often in our churches we don't understand that we don't we don't know each other well enough to say, you know what? God has gifted this person in this area. And so this person would be perfect in this area. And this person really struggles with this. So we need to really pray for that person. 
I mean, we just had an example of what the power of prayer can do in one's life. And to understand that knowing our members better is how we really, really build the team here. There's many um, athletic sports in that, that in order to build the team unity, they'll they'll have team dinners, right? Probably have experienced those. And the objective of that is that way the players get to know each other better, bond better, get to know how they think in that, and it's not just at practice and what they're told to do. They have team dinners to help build the team unity. And that's really what hospitality is about. Getting to know people takes a lot of work, doesn't it? It takes us getting out of that that comfort zone. And as we started out with an opportunity to die to self, if we're focused on self, we're not going to care about getting to know anybody else, will we? No, because it'll be all about us. So I want to give you some ideas. Now, you can, you can take this further, but these are just questions to ask people when they come over to your house because I know how it is. How many have um, one of the fears with having somebody over to your house? How many have thought, what are we going to talk about with these people? Have you ever, have you ever thought that? I have. What, what if it's just silence and nothing to say? So here are some ideas that, that I thought up, and you can, you can go with them, but it's about asking questions to get to know the person. So first of all, ask to hear their testimony. Ask to hear, you know, when, when were you saved? Because... We just heard the Johnson's testimonies and we've heard quite a few, but it's so easy to forget and hard to remember, you know, how and when the person was saved in the church. And it's always a good reminder to know when they were saved and how God worked in their hearts. Ask them. It's a simple thing, but ask them about their work, what their job is, what their their struggles with that might be. As I said, these are these are simple things. But many times we we struggle with just even asking questions. Ask them about their week. Ask them what they enjoy doing. Maybe what games or reading or anything like that. Because if you find out what they enjoy doing, you find out what what they're like. You know, you can find out what some of their, their strengths are. Ask them about their family, about their upbringing. And then ask them how you can pray for them. Now, this is really important because it's not just enough for us to be hospitable and have them over into our house and get to know them, but we need to know how to pray for each other because prayer is, is the answer to building team unity. When you are praying for somebody and you know what their needs are and you are really going and interceding on their behalf, God 
God will help you know them better. He will help you love them better. And prayer is really what builds team unity. So how can you pray for them? Okay. We are going to, I want to encourage you right now, we're going to just take a few minutes. And I want you, because we talked about planning and being ready, I want you to talk, um, husband and wife, talk and figure out a time that you can have somebody over some night. Figure out who you're going to invite. Maybe look around. Look who you're going to invite. And then and figure out what you're going to have for them coming over. Because I know how it goes. We've heard about being hospitable before. But we hear it here and then we just walk out the doors and forget about it. But what I'm hoping is if we talk about it right now and figure out when we're going to have them over, if it works out for them, and who we're going to ask first, maybe maybe we can get on on the road to hospitality. So take a few minutes and figure out figure out what you're going to do, okay? That they're going to invite over. And if and if you're here and you I don't know, aren't in a position to invite somebody over, pick somebody out to be praying for at least. So as soon as the service is over, go to that person that God put in your mind. And remember what we had said earlier. Try to pick somebody that's out of your normal, your normal friends and small circle. Try to get out of the comfort zone and try to get to know somebody else. It, it's going to be a battle. And if, if you have asked somebody and they can't, don't don't take it personal and don't say, well, I tried to have somebody over and it's not going to work out because sometimes it takes calling a couple different people before somebody is actually able to come over. So be be ready for that. Now, I was going to ask um, Delbert's not here, is he? I was going to ask Delbert to share because I know he's shared with me um, the Longleys have been having people over and and he just shared with me just the blessing that it has been in in their life and i wanted to touch on that tonight the blessing of hospitality it's not just just all oh man it's going to be rough and it's it's going to be hard to get out of your comfort zone and it's going to be hard to die to self which it is there's going to be struggles involved but being hospitable to people is going to be a tremendous blessing in your life. God is going to use it in your life to help you build you closer to Christ as well. It's not just something difficult that we have to go to without any rewards. And if you want to to ask the Longleys about it, just the blessing that it's been to them, or, or ask anybody else, God rewards those who follow after him. And in being hospitable, as it says, I like how he says it in verse in verse 9, which we read, use hospitality one to another without grumbling. And when we are hospitable, 
it's often, uh, well, it's been a while. We probably should have somebody over, you know, we need to, we need to do. But he says clearly, without grumbling. So having a good attitude about it, you know, doing, doing it joyfully as unto the Lord. Yes, Phil. It gets easier as you go along, doesn't it? Okay. Anybody that's that's had um, has gotten involved with this. Do you have any any words of any tips or words of wisdom or things that you found helpful? We make it seem more difficult than it actually is. Yeah, and that that's one of one of Satan's lies that he gets us to believe, you know, that that it's going to be difficult, that we're just going to sit there and not have anything to talk about with them. But as fellow Christians, as fellow believers, we should always be able to talk about the Lord. And that should be our, our starting point. That shouldn't be our well, if we can't find anything else in common, let's fall back on we're both Christians. No, that should be that should be our main objective. Any anything else that Yeah, Dan. Um, that's an area Yeah. Hmm. The benefits far outweigh anything that you have to go through, right? And that's that's so true. Any anybody else have any anything to add to that? So it's it's really just getting out of that that zone that we like to be in so much. The self-centered self-centered zone. And one thing that we need to watch out for too is don't think that just because I have people over and invite them over, that means I'm automatically going to be invited to go over to their house to eat. Because I know this happens in happens to us as well. 
well, if I invite people over, that means they should invite me and we can go to their house and then we don't have to worry about cooking and and that. Just because you have people over doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to invite you back over. And I know Satan uses that. Well, I've had five people over and has anybody asked me over? Not a single. Satan uses those to get in and to try to stop us from getting to know each other. And that's what it's all about. Maybe maybe you get to know people better, not having them into your home, but but really try to find ways to get to know the people that are sitting around you right now. The people that and find out how to pray specifically for them. How to minister to their needs. I know one thing that that God has has convicted me about is coming to church not just to get out of it but how can i minister to the body how can i minister to needs and how can i how can i be a part and minister not just what i can get out but how can i minister you know two things keep us from doing this pride and fear are a big part that keep us from doing that but we need to remember as it says in Matthew chapter 25 that we need to fear God rather than man. We need to understand that God has given us this command to be hospitable and that we need to be obedient to Christ no matter how we feel about it. So, we're going to pray and we're going to... Do you have a song we could close with? Sure. Then, after we sing a song, you need to go and invite the person over for dinner, okay? And if that doesn't work out, try to find a time that works out with them. And if you can't find one, maybe maybe invite somebody else over. So, let, let's just have a word of prayer. Lord, thank you for the church. I thank you for our church here and um, for the good body of believers that you have blessed this church with and, and the godly individuals. Lord, help us to really have a desire to get to know each other and to learn how that we can help build each other up, help strengthen each other, and, and how we can become a church that, that you really desire us to be. Lord, help us to be obedient to you and help us to to walk with you and and to not give in when when Satan tempts us to give up in this area. So help us to to stay the course in this area in your name I pray amen.